0: It's August 28, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor.
1: And I'm Riley Fessler.
0: Our top stories from international outlets this morning. Ukrainian forces announced the liberation of the southeastern settlement of Robotina and their ongoing push southward in a counteroffensive against Russian forces. The Ukrainian military reported having raised their national flag in Robotina, but continued to conduct clearing operations. Ukrainian commanders expressed confidence in having breached a challenging line of Russian defenses, anticipating a faster advance. The deputy defense minister confirmed Robotina's liberation, strategically positioned toward the Russian-occupied road hub Takhmak. Capturing Tokmok is significant in the drive to split Russian forces after the 2022 invasion. Despite encountering Russian minefields and trenches, Ukrainian forces are progressing against Russian troops in eastern Ukraine. The situation in the east was described as very hot, with Russian forces regrouping and Moscow deploying its best troops. Ukrainian forces also reported retaking territory south of Bakhmut, where progress has been slow due to intense fighting and Russian occupation. Russia continued airstrikes on Ukraine, resulting in casualties and claimed to have downed a Ukrainian drone near Moscow.
1: A key hearing will take place today in Georgia that centers around Mark Meadows' request to move the case to a federal court. This hearing could mark the first instance of lawyers from both sides being questioned in court about a key potential legal defense. The potential outcomes of the judge's ruling on the transfer request and its effects on Donald Trump or other defendants remain uncertain. While the conventional route would involve the entire case moving to federal court, the question of whether certain defendants could push for their cases to be sent back to state court is complex and legally uncharted. Transferring criminal cases from state to federal court is infrequent compared to civil cases. Historical cases involving transfers, such as the 1997 Ruby Ridge standoff and the more recent incident with U.S. Park police officers, shed light on the complexities of such transfers. Notably. Trump has previously supported attempts to move cases against him from state to federal court, but these efforts have faced challenges that have not always resulted in full immunity. A relevant case involves a civil suit by E. Jean Carroll in which the transfer to federal court took place, but claims of immunity for Trump's statements were rejected, leading to a separate parallel suit finding Trump liable for sexual abuse and defamation.
0: President Biden is fundamentally shifting the United States' trade policy away from the full-scale globalization approach followed during the Trump administration. He is combining a tough stance on China with significant federal subsidies for favored industries aimed to prioritize American workers over consumers. This departure from traditional trade deals Which previously provided foreign market access in exchange for increased imports to the United States is being driven by the belief that the old approach cost many American manufacturing jobs. Biden's approach diverges from his Democratic predecessors as he emphasizes supply chain resilience against unexpected disruptions and allocates substantial funds to domestic semiconductor manufacturing, clean energy initiatives and public infrastructure. While drawing muted praise from some Trump allies, his policies are causing tension with moderate Democrats who view expanded trade as essential for prosperity and lower prices. This transformation comes as Biden aligns more with his Republican predecessors' approach to trade, marking a significant shift from decades of
1: previous trade policies. In other news… Luis Rubiales, suspended head of Spain's football federation, continues to face backlash for his non-consensual kiss of forward Jenny Hermoso. FIFA's suspension of Rubiales hasn't appeased the outrage over his actions and the perceived sexism within the Spanish football federation. Athletes showed solidarity with Hermoso during matches, advocating for action against sexism. Public reaction prompted the federation to acknowledge the incident's severity after initially dismissing it. The federation called for a meeting with regional heads to address the crisis. Some regional heads resigned in protest, questioning the federation's leadership. Rubiales' deputy, Pedro Roca, will chair the meeting, but challenges to his credibility exist. Despite calls for resignations, Rubiales' removal isn't scheduled until 2024. Coaches of Spain's national men's and women's teams distance themselves from Rubiales, prompting criticism and demands for their resignations. Vilda, the women's team coach, faces uncertainty in his role. His coaching staff resigned in protest, condemning Rubiales' conduct. Spain's acting minister of finance supported the women's team and criticized Rubiales, vowing to prevent his future leadership roles due to his lack of understanding of equality in sports.
0: Papua New Guinea is set to open an embassy in Jerusalem, as confirmed by a spokesperson from the prime minister's office. Prime Minister James Marape is expected to visit Israel for the inauguration next week. Despite maintaining a consulate near Tel Aviv, PNG has had diplomatic relations with Israel since 1978. The move aligns with Israel's announcement that PNG would establish its first embassy in the country in 2023. The event's date, reportedly September 5th, has been shared by sources, including Israel's Channel 14 and an unnamed Israeli official while most nations have embassies in tel aviv the united states kosovo guatemala and honduras also have embassies in jerusalem the city status remains contentious due to the historical middle east conflict with israel capturing and annexing east jerusalem in violation of international law in 1967 the palestinian authority seeks it as their future capital while Israel asserts its undivided capital rights.
1: Shares of troubled Chinese property developer Evergrande plummeted nearly 80% on its first day of trading in Hong Kong after a year and a half of suspension, reflecting a more than 99% loss in value over the past three years due to Beijing's crackdown on the property sector. As the central player in a real estate market crisis endangering China's second largest economy, Evergrande reported a 33 billion yuan, or 4.5 billion U.S. dollars, loss for the first half of the year, although it was an improvement from the previous year. The company's directors are taking measures to enhance liquidity and financial stability, but its cash reserves dropped by 6.3%. The Chinese government aims to prevent financial contagion and bolster the real estate sector through liquidity and credit support. Amid concerns about China's post-pandemic recovery, The country reduced taxes on stock trading and key interest rates, resulting in stock market gains. Evergrande's troubles, along with new borrowing restrictions on real estate companies, have led to defaults and unfinished projects across the nation. In lighter news, Simone Biles,
0: the renowned gymnast, resists explaining herself due to a combination of deliberate choice and the challenge of articulation. Her peak performances, exemplified by her 8th U.S. Championship win, evoke a surreal and flowing state where doubts recede. This fever dream state, devoid of overthinking and self-doubt, contrasts with her previous struggles with mental obstacles. Biles, now 26 and married, is determined to savor the present moment, a shift from her past fixation on future achievements. Despite her enduring excellence, she's committed to avoiding getting caught up in her head as she did before. She exudes happiness and a newfound maturity, basking in her victory unlike her prior habits of downplaying success. Biles strives for privacy regarding her goals, suggesting a changed approach to her training and public image. While maintaining remarkable performance, she acknowledges that gymnastics won't last indefinitely. Her exceptional skill and extended career defy typical gymnastic timelines. Biles is headed to the next challenge in Antwerp, continuing to build on her extraordinary legacy alongside other talented athletes like Shailice Jones and Sunisa Lee. That's all the news we have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at the dsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, along with our sources for today's episode, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune in to our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.